0: You're listening to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. This year, the American Legion Post 584 Big Bear Lake and American Legion Writers Chapter 584 are hoping to bring the American Patriot Music Program and their three-day workshop for veterans dealing with post-traumatic stress to Big Bear, giving veterans the opportunity to build their own electric guitar from scratch. On the line to tell us more is Jim Lona, commander and president of American Legion Post 584 and president of the American Legion Writers Chapter 584 and Tony T-Bone Villegas Jr., Executive Director of the American Patriot Music Project. Thank you for joining me. Well, thank
1: you.
2: Pleasure. Pleasure.
0: Jim, start by telling us about the American Legion, both nationally and locally.
1: Sure. The American Legion nationally actually started in France in 1919 as an organization to bring service members together after World War One for the camaraderie and just to be able to be shoulder to shoulder with people that have served in the war. Since then, it, it's grown And just recently, we've made it open to any member that's served on active duty that's been honorably discharged. In Big Bear, we've been around since 1947. And we have our group, the American Legion. We have our Ladies Auxiliary, our Sons of the American Legion, and our newest chapter, the American Legion Riders, which is our motorcycle group, which we're excited about, as it's one of the fastest-growing groups of the American Legion. So what we do is we take care of our best. And that's why we're excited about this program with Tony and the American Patriot uh, organization. And that's why we're excited about it because it's dealing with folks that are combating PTSD.
0: And Jim, tell us how does the American Legion support veterans and serve the community?
1: What we do to support our veterans is we host groups like this. Next month, we actually have the warrior expedition where we will take care of six combat vets that'll be walking the PCT trail from San Diego to Canada. And when they get here, we'll pick them up and get them some housing, get them food, get them some rest so they can continue their walking off the war. And we do other events like this, other fundraisers. And that's why when uh, Tony told us about their project, we had to get on board and start helping our fellow vets.
0: So T-Bone, tell us about the American Patriot Music Project. Well, the American...
2: Patriot Music Project actually started as a Southern California branch for an organization that we were part of, the Phoenix Patriot Foundation. And unfortunately, the uh, pandemic is taking hold of that, and we're about to close that out. But uh, Southern California Chapter, we connected, uh, oh, gosh, I got say about five, six years ago with uh, the STEM Guitar Building Project, which is sponsored by the National Science Foundation. And they're based out of uh, Dayton, Ohio, at St. Clair College. A friend of ours, who was a supporter, connected us with uh, Tom Singer, which is the director, it was the director at the time. We just called him up, and uh, he said, you know, you might be interested. because we're up. the Southern California chapter itself, we created a band called the Phoenix Patriot Band. And because of that band, we just started to grow in the music area of working with our veterans, and we connected with the STEM project we just saw an opportunity there. We were the first veterans group that they work with. And ideally, what we did is uh, we started a, I uh, asked for some grants from the city of Temecula. They've been in amazing supporters now for four years. And well, along with the funds that we had from that grant and, and the funds from the STEM project, we were able to bring some trainers down here, started a, uh, a three-day project. And the participants had to commit to a three-day 8 hour a day workshop. And uh, we had the trainers actually start training us as well. And the STEM project, they teach teachers how to build guitars back at Dayton, Ohio, at the college. Teachers take them back to the classrooms, and then they use that for a semester with their classrooms, teaching science, technology, engineering, and mechanics. So what we did is we put a program together, actually a quick program, uh, and put in our first group of veterans. It started out with four days. We've learned since then that's a little bit too long. We're not back to three days. And they uh, receive, through the grants and no cost to the uh, veteran, they receive a, a guitar kit, basically a Fender-style guitar. And uh, the guitars are cut back at the college itself. They have uh, several... Kids, they can order the styles and all that, but then they have to start from scratch. It's a neck, it's a body, and all the parts that come with it. And then they start sanding, grinding, and creating the body the way that they would want it to fit to their specific body or how they, what they have in mind. And the first day, it's a lot of carpentry, and then we start getting into the specifics. We start getting into the uh, putting the guitar together, literally drilling all the holes that are necessary to get all the uh, gears and, and parts into it. Third day, they actually start doing the soldering. They have to start measuring guitar lengths and tuning. And uh, at the end of all this, they have an electric guitar that actually works. It's a pretty good uh, shape, too. And again, the style can be either bare wood. We have something called a dip. workshop where they can dip a guitar into a that we float on water. They literally just stick it in or pull it out and no guitar comes out the same, and they can have any any colors they want. We have a laser printer that we use, and they can uh, laser logos, anything they want on the, on the guitar body. And you can imagine, uh, Army put Army, Marines put Marines, and, and Navy and so forth, and they put it in themselves. They come up with their designs, and we uh, laser it up. Then they just finish it. The last day is when uh, we take the guitar before the strings are on there, everything's right, connected, soldered. And we connect it to an amplifier and they should get a book on when they start touching the, uh, the pickups. And if they do, that's a guitar. And if they don't, go back to the shop and then start resolving and find out what's wrong with it. And then once that's completed, strings are on, then we start teaching them how to tune. And then for any reason, any of the uh, participants don't know how to play guitar. We have programs where we can teach them how to play guitar. And in the end, that's the, the workshop side of it. The impact that it has on our, on our veterans, a lot of vets haven't been to the, in an environment with veterans uh, for a while. Uh, we ask them to bring along family members, say they're welcome to join, and and mom and dad and the kids, they get to see what the veteran is actually like in the group of veterans. And a lot of them start to see, oh, that's why mom, dad, or my brother and my uncle, whatever, they're like, the way they are. Right away, as soon as we get together, we start ribbing each other because there's different branches. But just a matter of bringing all the veterans together again in an environment. If they're going through severe PTSD, we find out through their workshop, where are they? If they need additional assistance, clinicians, because we're not clinicians, we'll refer them. One of the best compliments we've received so far has been, I couldn't think of anything but this guitar for the last three days. And that's what we can tell them. See, you can think out of that box or those demons from war. You can uh, find other avenues to get out of that mode that a lot of veterans, unfortunately, come back with. And it's got a guitar. And the host, uh, wherever it is, we've been at the wineries. We've done been at Prince Valley Airport. With uh, the wineries, we asked them to give us a uh, wine barrel. We actually have built, built guitars out of wine barrels for these different wineries that we've been at. We've traveled to a, a uh, college up at uh, Linwood, Washington, in Seattle, and that was really the first time that we had taken it into the college setting. And uh, we've done a couple of events up there, and we realized that this would be an opportunity to bring it into the colleges as a certificated program. We're presently working with the Mount San Jacinto Junior College to try and bring it as a certificated program. We just did an event there, a workshop there, and all the participants were teachers, but they were veterans. And now a lot of these teachers hadn't been in in this kind of environment in a while, and I remember. Uh, we were trying to get their attention the first day, and our trainer, he came from Ventura College and he was trying to get their attention. I just yelled at ease, and everybody froze and they started laughing because they realized, you know, we're veterans and this is part of our, our blood when we go through the project itself. Now, going on seven years, it's been amazing. And working with the veterans and the wives get in there, and the kids come in with them, and, and just watching them build a guitar. It's just a number of just different things that they're so happy about, and then the third day, or the fourth day, depending on what the event is, we bring in the band, it's a, the American Patriot Band, very successful rock, rock group, uh, we uh, will do maybe a tour concert, bring out the participants along with the guitars, and introduce them to the community, and let the community see, look, these aren't just veterans, look at what they can do, look at what they the accomplish, they've got all these other skills. And then opens up doors, a lot of these veterans didn't realize that they could solder, or they could do carpentry, or or they could do something uh, like this. And uh, it opens up a lot of opportunities. In, in a nutshell, that's it right there.
0: When did the Veterans Guitar Building Project begin?
2: We started in 2014, I believe. And the first group, we had our first female veteran that we work with, uh, Jen Householder, combat pilot, two tours Iraq. She's five foot nothing. And, and to, to be able to bring in our women veterans as well that our combat experience, and to bring them all environment. One of the biggest problems that I could see, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Vietnam Arab Vet myself. So this new army, if you will, new uh, military with women veterans, when they come back and they've seen combat, they go to their meetings and a lot of the guys are asking, what are you doing here? You're a woman. But they don't realize, hey, they, they've seen just as so much combat, if not even more than themselves. So it opens up that opportunity to get veterans to understand we're all veterans regardless of being uh, male or female, which uh, I guess we started off with one workshop a year. Now we're possibly doing three, four this year. So it's doing real well.
0: Tell us more about how you connected with the STEM Guitar Building Project at Sinclair College in Dayton.
2: Again, we uh, the Tom Singer is a director. In fact, he just recently retired from the, the college, Professor Tom Singer. And now that he's more of a just doing contract work, he's going to be working with us to try and help our uh, workshop to start obtaining those grants that the National Science Foundation has available. In fact, we were just mentioned uh, through a flyer from the uh, National Science Foundation, so we're starting to get up at that level. And with Tom, he's been guiding us through it. A participant needs to complete a pre- and a post-questionnaire, and we use it basically for statistics. This is how we get funds and that's all available to anyone that comes and joins us. So they've been a, a key uh, member of our workshop. They're the ones that really got us off the ground.
0: I'm speaking with Tony Villegas Jr., also known as T-Bone, executive director of the American Patriot Music Project. These three-day workshops, uh, are they only held in Southern California?
2: No, they're not. We can have them anywhere. Like I said, we've done them in Washington, the state of Washington. Uh, we started to go to Ohio. And I wanted to Center College in Nevada, but then the pandemic just shut us all down. But it's pretty much a mobile workshop. We can take it anywhere in the country, and we hope to be doing that as this progresses. And I hope to eventually have trainers in different parts of the country so that we don't, it cuts costs down we don't have to come in from Ohio or Washington. And locally, our trainer, his name is Patrick Julie, he's a Marine. He is uh, pretty much our first American Patriot Trainer. We're bringing in some additional people. And when our participants do get in there, we always ask them to come back and mentor, come back and help, and and just create that brotherhood and sisterhood, if you will.
0: How did you adapt these workshops to the pandemic?
2: We actually had a couple of virtual programs that I'm glad you asked, because we couldn't do uh, one-on-one workshops. We did a couple of experiments. We held a virtual guitar building project. And uh, I tell you what, My hat goes out to those uh, participants because they literally did it in their uh, kitchen or or the garage and it was all virtual. Once they completed it, then time has developed. They've been able to bring it back to our shops and we helped them complete it. We did a CNC, an actual virtual program where they created, they designed their own guitar. They designed it, sent back to Sinclair College. That's where the manufacturing side of it is. And the body was cut out, sent back to the uh, veteran, and then we go through a virtual program uh, and then have them complete it. Our shop is available to any of our veterans, any participants. And, uh, we're always available to come and assist as well.
0: And Why did your foundation expand the guitar workshops to include first responders?
2: When we started the project, it was really combat vets, helping combat vets. And as we started going with the music side of it, we realized, let's just go ahead and bring all veterans in. When we became the American Patriot Music Project, that's when we created our own uh, non-profit, that's when we added first responders. We've done some stuff with some of the firefighters in San Bernardino. We've done some concerts for them. Uh, I believe there was a San Bernardino firefighters hockey team that challenged New York firefighters hockey team. They held out at the rain. We went over there and performed. And a good friend of mine, my son, uh, he is uh, in the uh, jail side of the first responders and he was telling me, uh, you know, what you guys did for veterans is great, but we have a lot of need, a lot of PTSD in some of our guys and gals that are working inside the prisons. So we're actually working on trying to get a couple of those projects as well for them as well.
0: What other elements of the American Patriot Music Program do we need to know about?
2: Well, we've been in touch with many clinics that use music to work with our veterans going through severe PTSD or TBI, traumatic brain injury, and uh, MST, military sexual trauma. And these clinics work with them with music because music is such a, a soothing force. When we get donations from our community, guitars, saxophones, drum sets, amps, so we will send those to these particular clinics to use with the uh, veterans that they work with.
0: I'm speaking with Tony Viegas Jr., also known as T-Bone, Executive Director of the American Patriot Music Project. Tell us more about the American Patriot Band. How is this band helping your mission?
2: Well, the band itself, it is an award-winning band, and I'm proud to be part of this. We were nominated for... Rock Song of the Year, I believe six years ago, the LA Music Awards. And just to be able to create a song that took us to that level, it was a good way of showing the community, look, with the musicians, we were also veterans. And of course, we didn't win. We didn't expect it, but going to Hollywood and uh, connecting with that side of the music industry was immense. We've worked with Gary Sinise for some of his projects. We've got a couple of projects in the works right now where, in fact, going with Jim's uh, American Writers. there's going to be a couple of rides coming in. We've already done one with a group called Writing with the Stars, and they brought in some 80s stars along with a ride, and we did it at a winery in Temecula. Uh, Someone said, go for winery, I'm sorry. And just, again, awareness of our veterans. So we're doing that. We're always looking for connection through the music industry, to help us out. There are many, many uh, musical acts out there uh, that are supportive of the uh, veterans, and we connect with them as much as we
0: can. What future goals have you set for the Veterans Guitar Building Project?
2: Well, we want to expand this. We've, again, started to go national. Uh, the pandemic in the away, but we're ready to restart the programs. And again, it's just uh, a lot of the junior colleges, uh, fortunately, especially in California, are realizing that the uh, trade tech mentality that was taken away uh, a lot of uh, students, you know, they got their masters, they got their bachelors, but they don't know really anything about a screwdriver or they don't know really anything about sanding a, a piece of wood. So they're realizing that that can open opportunities for our veterans that are still trying to find their way. You know, they get out of service, they've got all these skill sets, and hopefully these kinds of programs can help them realize, oh, I can do electronics, I can do woodworks. We had one of our STEM project veterans that actually obtained a job at Fender up in the Sinclair College because he started out with a STEM program itself, a veteran STEM program.
0: And how are these workshops funded?
2: Grants, grants, and more grants. Mm -hmm. But with the uh, Big Bear Lake, this will be the first time that we try it with completely public donations. And that's where we have a a GoFundMe account that's on our Facebook page. And we're hoping for a target of $10,000 to get the program underway. We try to keep participants at no more than 10 because it's easier to work one-on-one. And then you work in the three-day crunch. So that there's a lot of work that needs to be done. The more you have, of course, the more difficult it is. And then we have to bring more trainers, and those are all costs. So we have to bring to the project. At Sinclair College, we actually did 15 veterans, and it was tough. We had three trainers, and it was still tough to get the whole job completed. A lot of them had to come back after the workshop was over to finish their projects. So we try to keep it thin. We hope to go national. I think Nevada. I know Austin was interested. Uh, And again, we can bring it to any veterans group, such as the VFW, American Legions, or any college that has a veterans department. We can bring it through them too, as well.
0: What would be the advantage of, say, a college veterans department sponsoring these workshops?
2: What we're trying to do with the MSJC right now is uh, create a certificate program. You can imagine, for example, we have a and an actual uh, CNC machine, that's the machine that cuts out the bodies and, and uh, does that part of the uh, workshop. And um, uh, the STEM folks, and um, I have one that's at San Diego State University, and they said, hey, you want to borrow it? Be my guest. So we're trying to bring that into the San Jacinto campus of uh, uh, MSJC. And then we can create programs where veterans can learn these skills that opens up those opportunities and the program is ongoing you can uh, have joe public bring in his her, her guitar and for a donation we'll be glad to help you out with it and it can become a, a self-sustaining project
0: i'm speaking with tony viegas jr also known as t-bone executive director of the american patriot music project are there other veterans guitar workshops in the works
2: we are working again uh, the college of the desert we just uh, we might be having an event there through the veterans program, but it's a federally funded workshop which kind of bypasses having to go through all the bureaucracy of bringing it into the college setting itself. When we did the one at MSJC, we again did it uh, as a, more of a demo to the school. This is what uh, can a program that can be brought into the school system itself, and we hope to expand it again to anybody that's willing to open up the doors. Uh, we have uh, 86 veterans right now at MSJC that want to get into the program just to give an idea how quickly this can expand.
0: How does someone go about signing up to be part of these workshops? Like, how do you make those decisions? We
2: uh, depends on the, the, we generally keep it within the community. For example, up at Big Bear, uh, we've got uh, questionnaires that we will uh, send out to, we put the word out, first of all. Jim and his team are putting out the word to the veteran community. There are 600 registered veterans, which tells me there might be a population of basically about, about 900,000 veterans in that area. So we'll just put the word out to the community through uh, the local, uh, like for example, the Grizzly. There's this work project interested, contact us. We have them complete a questionnaire. We ask them for DD-214 to uh, uh, ensure that uh, they were honor- honorably discharged as well. And, and the social security numbers can be blotted out. It's just better for the uh, statistics on our part because we can use those numbers again to uh, look for additional funds. So we're looking at trying to get programs through the VA. National Science Foundation, we're trying to create a veterans program as well. But again, it's just word of mouth. For example, Temecula, uh, we've done, what, I believe five workshops there now. And when we put the word out, we get a lot of response.
0: You don't have a specific date yet set for this project, which you are hoping to bring to Big Bear this year. How much money are you needing to raise before that can happen?
2: Well, we're hoping to raise $10,000 for this event. Uh, We have a GoFundMe account, and again, uh, Jim can give you the specifics on that. He's the one that started it. And uh, just uh, word of mouth, we need donations. Public, please donate. This is all for your veterans, especially in the Big Bear Lake area. These are for your Big Bear Lake veterans. and. I was uh, in an earlier interview. I was telling uh, the interviewer that only one percent of our country is, is joins the military, and uh, we need to thank them. We need to thank them for what they've done.
0: I'm speaking with Tony Viegas Jr., also known as T Bone, Executive Director of the American Patriot Music Project, and Jim Lona, Commander and President of American Legion Post 584 and President of the American Legion Writers Chapter 584. Jim, how can the public support the American Legion and the American Patriot Music Project?
1: Uh, supporting the American Legion is probably the easiest thing that you can do. Just come on by. We always have something going on to help our vets in our community and our youth, be it a fundraiser or barbecue, different events that we'll have. Uh, Memorial Day coming up. We'll be doing a ceremony at, at the park in conjunction and supported by the city of Big Bear Lake. So coming by and helping is great. We have food drives, canned food drives, and uh, just helping our vets. That's the easiest part. And if they wanted to join, like Tony was saying, if they served on active duty and were honorably discharged, they're eligible to join the American Legion. If they did not join, but they have family members that did serve on active duty, they can join under the Sons of the American Legion or the Ladies Auxiliary. So it's pretty easy to join, and it makes your heart warm to see some of the vets that we help. And this, When Tony told us about this program, We talked about it and said, you know what, this is something we have to do to help our vets combat PTSD and get the help that they need.
0: Anything else you want us to know?
1: I just want to thank you and uh, the community for uh, letting us talk and
0: uh, share
1: what's going on up here in Big Bear and hope to see you guys soon.
2: Yeah, thank you very much for this opportunity.
0: And tell us where we can go to get more information.
2: Well, we can reach out to the uh, American Patriot Music Project uh, on Facebook or AmericanPatriotMusic.org. I can uh, right through there. I'll always get because I'm always on the, on the looking for emails and connections. So I'll be glad to answer any questions they may have. Donations through our GoFundMe account again. That that can be a, through our website, Facebook page. There's a connection in there or through the American Legion with Jim's post
1: on Facebook. We're at American Legion Post 584, Big Bear Lake. If you're looking uh, on the GoFundMe, we've called this uh, project "Soldiers and Six Strings." <sighs>
2: Yeah, I like the title.
0: <laughs> I've been speaking with Jim Lona, commander and president of American Legion Post 584 and president of the American Legion Writers Chapter 584 and Tony Viegas Jr., also known as T-Bone, executive director of the American Patriot Music Project. They are hoping to bring this three-day workshop for veterans dealing with post-traumatic stress to Big Bear this spring. Thank you so much for supporting our veterans and thank you for your service as well. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Tune in is the audio platform with something for
1: everyone